give intimacy to get sex. Women give sex to get intimacy. And I just begin to speak positive to myself. And I can tell you guys that eight months later, don't nobody love me better than I love me. Whenever an issue comes up, be willing to talk about it now. Don't let it grow, because everything planet grows into something. Yes. You just don't know what it's going to grow into. Yes. I know what you're thinking. This looks easy. Nah, we just make it look easy. Welcome to Love, Lust, and Lies. I am your host, Ken Canyon. I am one half of the Grand Canyons. I am a relationship coach and a brand specialist. I help people, especially women, navigate the complexities of modern-day relationships. My God tree. Thank you guys for joining us. Listen, today I got something real good for you. Share this with anybody you know, because today we're going to pump up this show. And y'all, this is, I got a letter that really made me think about what I was going to talk about today. And so the title of today's show is, As a Woman Thinketh. You know the book, As a Man Thinketh, I've read that book three times. And the book, As a Man Thinketh, it's based on how we harness the power of the way we think. And what happens is many people think a certain way that is not empowering them. It is actually imprisoning them. That's a good term because their thought process is causing them to do things that is not empowering them and is leading them down a path of heartbrokenness, is leading them down a path of emotional brokenness. And so what we're going to do today is I'm going to change you. I'm going to show you how to change your thought process because thoughts turn into things. That what you think it turn into things. Y'all share this with somebody today because we're about to get deep into this thing. All right. Um, but I always start with the letter that I received. So here's the letter that I received for today. And the letter goes something a little like this. Dear Ken, I am loving love, lust, and lies. My soror turned me on to the show and I've been sharing your show with everyone. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, so let me dive in is what she says. I have been seeing this guy for 14 years on and off. Recently, I find that, found out that he has been seeing someone else. I drove by his house late night on a drive-by, and I saw another car because I was feeling something just wasn't right. I confronted him, and he admitted he was seeing someone else. I was hurt. Truthfully, I know I've settled for this relationship. I must admit that my self-esteem is not the highest. I've gained weight lately, and it's gotten even lower, my self-esteem. You know, I backed away from him, and he called me the other day saying he wants to come back, that she isn't the one. I want this man. I only want him. What should I do? What should I do? Now, what we're going to talk about today is... This young lady has been in this relationship, she says, on and off for 14 years. How many people out there, y'all, y'all know, you've been in a relationship for a year, two years, three years, 14 years, and you think the relationship is going to change. And you figure to yourself, as long as I'm doing this, as long as I do this, I hope that the relationship changes. But the truth of the matter is, the relationship ain't going to change because you haven't changed. And so today, the topic for Love, Lust, and Lies is, 
as a woman thinketh. You know, I thought that was a cool title because I've read y'all over 1,500 books in the area of human development. I understand why we do what I do, why we do what we do. I understand why I do what I do. And the truth of the matter is everything thought starts with a thought. So I'm going to show you what your brain does takes you to only the, the, this thought process and how you end up where you end up. And then I'm going to end with today is how do you change it? All right. But y'all follow me with this process. Y'all know every, every since we've been doing this, it's been growing. And what I want y'all to do is every time I speak, I teach, I want y'all to take notes because some of y'all, y'all either know somebody who's going through this situation. You either are going through it yourself or you're going to be going through it. You know, whether it's relationship stuff, whether you're single, divorced, it's complicated or I'm in a happy relationship. However, from time to time, things just happen. So we're going to deal with that today. So the first thing I want y'all to understand is what I am about to tell you is about to fly in the face of what you've already believed. Now, a lot of people who joined my show recently last week, they're like, they listen to me. And they're like, who is this guy? How does he know? Well, let me tell you, I know what the hell I'm talking about. Here's why. Number one, I've helped thousands of people change their life. I'm good at what I do. I don't make any bones about it. I am great. I tell people I'm great. And not only that, I show people through the results that I have gotten. Now, that being said, I've written nine books in the area of human development. I've sold a half million books. I'm telling you what I'm going to tell you is right. And then you can test everything. Everything that I say to you today, everything that I say anytime, I am going to prove it to you. Okay, I'm going to prove it to you by your own thought process. All right, so let's get started. The first thing that we have to understand is what I'm about to tell you is you got to trust this process. Trust the process that I'm about to tell you because the process works. All right. There are three things that you got to know first to change your thought process, because many of us are in relationships. And what got you in this relationship is there's a thought process. You have to be willing to take 100 percent responsibility for your situation. Now, now I'm going to tell you, I told y'all last week that you may not be responsible for the pain that you have, the hurt that you have, but you are responsible, 100% responsible for your healing. I'll say it again. You might not be responsible for the pain, but you are 100% responsible for the healing process, the healing that's going to go on in you. And so let's jump in. I, got, I need you to understand how, how everything in your life manifests. Here we go. The first thing, I want you to write this down. You have a thought, a thought. It starts with a thought. That thought leads to a feeling, okay? The thought leads to a feeling. So first, I have a thought, thought. Here we go, I'm gonna write it down. Boom, thought, thought, all right? Uh, can you see that thought? The second thing that happens, once I have a thought, I create emotion about that thought. I have a feeling, feeling, I, I got that? This is what's happening to you on your conscious and your subconscious level. The third thing that happens is I create a belief based on that. Huh? Can't see what you're oh, you, oh, you can't see it? All right, then. Well, I'm going to just stop it then. First thing, the third thing is I create a belief, a belief. All right, here we go, belief. My producer tells me you can't see me. All right, so get it. I have a thought. I attach a, an emotion to it, okay? Then that creates a belief inside of me, all right? 
Then, and the last, the next one is, I take action based on that belief. All right? I take action based on that belief. All right? The next one is, after I take action, a habit is created. A habit in me is created. A habit to think this way. A habit to act this way. A habit to go key up his car. A habit to go bust his tires out. A habit is created based on the belief, okay, that I've had. I'm going to go over this in a second. We're not going to deal with all of them. Then, after a habit is created, your character becomes what it is. And the last thing, your character leads you to your destiny. I'm simply going over those. I'm not dealing but I'm just telling you what actually happens to you to formulate the being that you've become. But let's start about, let's talk about the thoughts. Your thoughts, everything starts and ends with a thought, a thought, a thought. Then after I have the thought, I create the emotions, all right? And then a belief is created. We're only dealing with those three, all right? But we're gonna go primarily on thoughts, all right? So check this out. So when you have a thought, when you have a thought, you, every time you have a thought, y'all, I don't care what the thought is, you always attach emotion to the thought. So get what happens. Then what happens to you is this. Your brain, here's how your brain works. Your brain doesn't think in words. I've taught this before. It does not. If you don't believe me, I'm going to show you. Your brain thinks in pictures. Everything, every thought that come across your mind, your brain creates a picture so the brain has a reference to the thought okay it, it, it doesn't make because that's why a lot of times when people say things I can't see it like when you you'll say something to somebody and, and you're trying to explain an idea that you have but then the person says I just can't see it I just can't see it I can't see it because the brain doesn't have any reference points so the brain creates and operates in pictures all right so why is that important? So when the brain operates, when the brain creates a thought, it creates a picture. And what you do is you attach emotion to that picture. And then a belief is formed. Okay, get this. So now what happens is somebody's told you all your life. They've told you that you were no good. They've told you that you, you couldn't get anybody better. You, des you didn't deserve more than this. That was a thought somebody planted in your head. And what you did was you began to believe that thought and you attached emotion to it because that was all you knew. You attached emotion. And then that emotion caused you to form a belief system. Now you believe there is no man out there who will ever accept me for me. Now you believe there is no man out there who will not cheat on me. Now you believe there's no man out there because all the good men are taken, which is total bullshit. But you believe it because you have created a belief system based on the thought, you attach an emotion, and now you've got a belief system. So what we're going to do is reprogram that. And y'all, understand this. The question you have to ask yourself is, where do the thoughts come from? Every thought you have, either it comes from your subconscious program. You have, you have been programmed to believe what you believe, either from your childhood, even, even as a child. Y'all, let me get a little deep on you. Let me get a little deep. I don't want to get too mumbo jumbo on you because, you know, sometimes I have to explain why you do the things you do. Do you know from age zero, the third trimester in your mom's stomach? 
till you were seven years old. In seven years old, you never had a subconscious mind. Okay, your subconscious mind was being formed from third trimester to seven years old. What is your subconscious mind? Your subconscious, we have two, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is simply the program that you operate under. Your subconscious mind is responsible for 95% of your reality. Think of your subconscious mind as like a library, a library of experiences, Thoughts, things, everything that's happened to you. You're to library. So what does your brain do? Your brain goes back to the file cabinets of that thought process to try to figure out how you should think and then feel about what you just heard. So when they were when you were young, they told you you wasn't good enough. You didn't know enough. You were ugly. You were too ugly. You were too fat. You were this and you were that. And you didn't have a subconscious mind. So once they told you, you didn't know to believe anything else. And so now that's the program you operate under. And now you're 50 years old and you still believe I'm that fat, ugly kid that they told me I was. But it ain't true. And because somebody told it to you does not make it true. So what we got to do, what I got to do is work on changing your thought process, changing the subconscious programming that you're operating under. If you're not willing to change the subconscious program that you're operating under, you're going to keep getting the same results because you're going to keep doing the same things. Thoughts. Then you attach emotion and then you create a belief system. So the name of this is as a woman thinking, because the truth is there are a lot of women out there who believe certain things about themselves. They believe certain things and they don't know where it comes from. It comes from the subconscious programming. And the longer you keep doing the same thing, the longer you keep letting men do the same thing, like the lady in this letter, she's been in and out of the relationship for 14 years. And what's happened is she's been conditioned to be an afterthought. She's been conditioned to accept whatever he gives her. He's been, she's been conditioned to say, if he go hit something else, I'm going to be mad, but I'm going to always come back. And none of those thoughts are serving her. So I'm going, like I told her, what I'm about to tell you is how to reprogram your thinking. And, and y'all, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, <clears throat> I quote my, my, my business partner and, and fellow coach. She said something a couple of days ago, but she reiterated it on her live today. And I, I agree with it. And she says, practice doesn't make uh, uh, practice doesn't make perfect because we're not perfect beings. We've heard practice makes perfect, but that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Practice makes permanent. And the more you do something, when she said it, I was like, that's brilliant. Practice makes permanent. The more you do something, the more it becomes ingrained in you to do it. Okay, the more you practice, the more you talk about it, the more you do it, this becomes a part of you. So I'm going to tell you to do things so you can change your process. So the practice of the practical application of what I'm going to tell you will change your thought process. When you change your thought process, you will think, change the things that you get in your life. Let's get busy. All right. I wrote, y'all always know I come prepared as always for my show because I take this serious. Because y'all, there are people out there who are hurting. There are ladies out there who believe they're less than. And I, I and I ain't gonna lie, I am one of the dudes out there years ago who contributed to that thought process until I got until I realized what the hell am I doing? I am destroying people all for my pleasure. And I didn't realize it. And years and years.
years I've done it when I was younger, not now, years and years, and I've decided, I've decided that I am going to do something different. So here we go. Number one, here's the process. I call it my five-step step process of changing your thought process. Number one, step one is you have to recognize, listen to all, you have to recognize that the thought, recognize what the thought is, okay? And what do I mean by that? A lot of times we run, our thoughts run, run, run rampant in our minds. We don't recognize it. And what you have to do, you got to recognize that the thought exists. Some people think the way they think, but they have never once challenged the thought. They have never once said, wait a minute, why do I have this thought? If you, if you, what we've done is we've just accepted the thoughts. We've accepted them all our lives that they're just true. We've accepted them. And everything we've ever heard, we just accepted. The question is, number one, you have to recognize that it's there and you have to challenge the thought. Be, you got to be willing to say, wait a minute. I'm thinking this like I was thinking this. I used to think the thought, this is a thought I used to think. I used to think before I ever started a business, everything had to be perfect. Where did that thought come from? First of all, I had to recognize that I was thinking that. I had to recognize that the thought didn't make sense. And until I was willing to recognize it, I had to identify it, what the thought was, and I identified what the thought was doing to me. See, here's the thing. If you don't recognize it, then you can't identify what the thought is doing to you. You've got to say, okay, now I understand I have this thought. Number one, why do I have it? And number two, okay, what is this thought doing to me? Is it serving me? Is it empowering me to think that every, okay, I would, for instance, if my goal is to be in a tremendous relationship and I say every man cheats. Those two thoughts are contradictory. How can I ever have a relationship with a man if I believe that every man cheats? How could I do that? You cannot possibly do that because those conflicting thoughts cannot coexist. They cannot coexist. So you have to be willing to ask yourself, number one, wait a minute, recognize what is this thought doing? What is this thought doing? Identify, is this thought serving me? Is it not serving me? Because there are thoughts, y'all, that we have that are not serving us. And we let the thought run rampant in our mind. And when I questioned, when I decided to question certain things in my mind, like, okay, I have this thought that everything has to be perfect. What? Okay. Where did that thought come from? How did I develop that? There are people out there who've been successful. I can see examples of others who've been successful who didn't have everything perfect. They started on a bootstrap. They started, uh, Apple started in their, comp in, in, in their computer, I mean, in their garage. So why do I believe that I've got to have $30,000 worth of startup capital to start this? Why do I believe that I have to have this and have to have that? Because that's a limiting belief. It is not an empowering thought process, okay? So that's number one. Number one is I've got to recognize that I have it and identify what it's doing to me. Identify what it's doing to me because whether it's serving me or whether it's not. If I believe that, I, if I say that I want a lasting relationship and I say that all the good men are taken, then those thoughts can't coexist. One of those thoughts will never manifest because I have the other one. So you got to be willing to identify 
And then you got to be willing to challenge it. Step two. Step two. Be willing to question every thought that comes into your mind. Be willing to question every single one of them. Here's the problem. <clears throat> you question, number one, why I have the thought. Number two, we talked about earlier, what the thought is doing to me. And number three is when I believe this, what happens? So get this. If I'm willing to question every thought, like for instance, I would say I used to believe, hey, that I had to have everything perfect. Then I said, I'm willing to question that. I'm willing to challenge that. You have to be willing to challenge every thought that you have. If you believe that there are no men out there who are faithful, you've got to be willing to challenge that thought if you're ever going to have a, a, a relationship where somebody's going to be faithful to you. You have to be willing to challenge it. What we do is we don't challenge the thoughts that run through our mind. You don't challenge them. You just accept it as true. And once you accept it as true, once you accept it as true, your subconscious programming has been solidified. But watch, watch this. The moment I begin to say, that's not true. That's not, is that true? Once I begin to do this, this number right here, rephrase the question. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then step two, once I question it, once I challenge the challenge the thought process, if I once I question, I rephrase the question. I rephrase it. Now watch this. So if you said in your mind, you've always said all men cheat, then you have to rephrase the question because I challenge that. I'm willing to challenge that. Is that true? And then I say, okay, let me rephrase it. The question is, do I know any men that don't cheat? Okay, and maybe you rephrase that question. Okay, then you say, okay, the question is, now let me rephrase this question. Is it possible that there are men out there that don't cheat? Now your brain, when you question what you thought, your brain is going to find the answer. It's going to look for the answer you seek. I told y'all on Friday, this is called the reticular activating system and every human being, Every human being has a reticular activating system. And what that is, is that what you focus on acutely, the brain will look for the answer. And, and I used the example. I said, have you ever wanted a car? You go on the car lot. And all of a sudden, you know, you've never seen this car before. You haven't seen it. And I was, you go on the car lot, you're like, I want this car, I want this car, I want this car. And you get the car, you sign the contract, you get the car, you take the car off the lot. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you see this car everywhere. I thought they didn't have it in that color. I got the teal model. And now you see the teal model everywhere. Because here's why. Your reticular activating system in your brain, that which you focus on, that which you desire, your brain will look for it. That which you desire. So now, if you ask your brain a different question, show me some, show me a man in a relationship will find, but you have to be willing to question the thought process. Willing to question the thought process you had, it cannot find the answer for you. And so be willing to rephrase the question. And now I'm challenging the thought. I, and here's what I did, y'all. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a, I'm going to give y'all a thought process. So what I did was um, recently, like this show right here. 
This show, I wanted to start getting on social media because the truth is, y'all, I see a lot of coaches out there, a lot of guys out there saying just stuff that's not true. They just, and they never give you any science behind it. They never give you the reason why. They just tell you, oh, a man go, five reasons why he ghosted you. And they, and all they did was read it from somebody else. And so what they do is they put it down and they get on YouTube and they get 200,000 followers, but they ain't helping nobody. So I decided I wanted to do the show and I thought to myself, well, you know, I don't have an editor and I don't have this and I don't have that. And I said, Ken, is that, is that thought serving you? Question it. And then I said, how can I do it? How can I create the show? How can I serve people? And how can I, how can I build a following? So now all I did was when I asked that question, my brain sent me to people who already did it. All I had to do was turn on my computer. All I had to do was get in front of the mic. All I had to do was set up a time. Didn't cost me anything. Every, nothing was perfect. I ain't got no big team. I ain't got no big team. I got me, my wife. We relationship. Now our audience is growing and growing and growing. And now I got more coaching clients than I can handle. And all I'm thinking about was, damn. All I had to do was question and challenge the thought process. That's how we change this. Number six. Number three. Number three is simply this. You have to ask yourself this question. Am I answering the question with my, with my pain brain, a la Milani Shani, with my pain brain? She was the one that kind of helped me, helped me understand this. Or am I answering the question with my power brain? No. Watch this, y'all. So the question is, we answer questions with our pain brain. And our pain brain is the, the part of the brain that, that's been hurt, that's been damaged. And so when we answer the question, you ask the question, yeah, you're right. All men do cheat. Okay, yeah. The question is, uh, uh, you might ask it sarcastically, do all men cheat? <laughs> yep. All right. So what you're doing is you're answering, you're answering the question with your pain brain. And what I want you to do is answer the question with your power brain. And your power brain is the part of the brain that says, I, the way I answer this will empower me as opposed to injure me, hurt me. And what happens is, so watch this. So here, here's what happens. Um, I helped this, this lady the other day. And I, I, I helped her and I helped her because I helped her understand. And what this lady did who write this letter, wrote this letter. I said, listen, let me ask you a question. I said, when you go back to him and when you accept him back, I said, what part of your brain are you answering with your pain brain or are you answering with your power brain? And, then, and I said, she said, well, how do I know the difference? I said, here's how you know the difference. Here's how you know the difference. One answer doesn't serve your future, your present and future good. Now listen to what I just said. One answer doesn't serve your present and future good. With your power brain, the answer will serve your present and your future good. Cause see, if you're willing to answer and say, yes, I am. I, I can have a relationship because I've always challenged that. And now I've seen somebody else do it. When I was on Biggest Loser, y'all, let me, when it, like I told the other day, and I use this story. I, I got to use this story because when I was on The Biggest Loser, the truth of the matter is, I'll never forget it. I, I was unable to lose weight at the time. And I, 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 I 
I was always asking myself for my pain brain, why can't I lose weight? Why why can't I I look better? Why can't I lose this stomach? Why can't I do this? I was asking questions for my pain brain. And my pain brain will answer too, because you ain't got no time, because your family's in the way, because you travel all the time, and all of that to justify my current behavior. So I rephrased the question to change my thought process. And you rephrase the question like this. Instead of saying, why come or how come, you rephrase it with how to or show me this or create this. How can I create this? How can show me how I can do this? Okay. So, um, Instead of asking the question, why this? I want you to start to say, how can I this? Not why this, how can I do this? It's the part of your brain, your brain really doesn't care. It just provides the answer. And you gotta understand, and, and, here, and here's the thing that Belani said today, and I was listening to her live, she said, listen, we have to be willing to get curious. And what happens is when you ask the, how can I do this? You're simply triggering and tackling and tapping into the curiosity in your mind because your mind wants to find the answer for you. So tap into that, tap into that curious side of you, that curious side that says, how can I do this? And what happens is the reticular activating system in your brain will help you find the answer. And those answers, all you have to do, just like anything else, is accept the answers. Accept them. And then number four is once you get the answers, write them down. Watch this, y'all. Write them down. Write them down. Put them on your wall. Write them down. Put them in your car. Write them down and put them everywhere. Why are we writing them down? Once our power brain gets the answers, you write them down because the brain works in pictures. I need the brain to see the answer over and over again. I want the brain to see the answer and see it because when the brain sees something over and over again, you get conditioned to that's the way it should be. I'll give you I'll give you a case in point. I'm almost done, y'all. Case in point. I tell people, listen to me carefully. This is so important. People say, you know, I I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to lose weight. I don't. I said, do this. I said, do it anyway. Watch this. Because motion creates emotion. I'll say it again. Motion creates emotion. What happens, the reason we don't take action is because we don't feel like it. I always say this, do the motion first, do it first, and then the emotion, emotion comes behind it, okay? All emotion is, is energy in motion. So what happens is the energy you feel, your vibration, we're nothing but vibrational patterns, that's what energy is. The more you do it, the more you will feel like doing it. Write it down. The brain needs to see it over and over and over again, okay? Because when the brain sees it, it gets conditioned to that thought process. And the last thing, the last thing is this. This is how you actually trick your brain. This is how you rewrite the program. Is once you write it down and you see it, you have to actually say it over and over again. 
And if you don't know how to say it, affirmations, y'all work. People can say they don't work. The reason why they don't work is because they never going through the other part of the process to change the thought process. It's because, but they do work. And so what you do is the affirmation is simply rewriting the program. Y'all are so powerful. Let me tell you what I did. My partner and myself, Lynch Hunt, we created a deck of affirmation cards. 90 days. 90 days. The company, we started this company, we do results. And on the front of the card, on the front of the card, it has the affirmation. The affirmation says, I have great ideas. I make valuable contributions to the world. On the back of the card, it tells you why the affirmation is important. Because here's the thing. It says, the world is a better place because of you. What you give, um, what you give back makes life better for yourself and everyone in it. Do not downgrade your ideas or your achievements. Value everything because everything adds value. Every day I'm reading a card. Every day. And what I'm doing is I'm conditioning myself to a new way of thinking about myself. I told this lady right here in this letter. I simply told her this. I said, it ain't him. It ain't even about him. It's about you. Because the truth of the matter is until you change the, until you change the thought process about yourself, you're not going to change your behavior. And she was like, huh? She was like, he, he keeps cheating. I said, no, you keep accepting it. And I said, the truth of the matter is you don't have to accept it. But there's a part of you that there's a part of you that believes you do. And until you change that, rewrite that program, you're going to always believe that you have to accept that. And the truth is you don't have to. And what I'm going to tell you is this. The last thing that I'm going is no one can change the thought process about you. True motivation is not external. True motivation is internal. We call them extrinsic motivation outside of yourself. You're motivated outside of yourself, meaning, you know, you see somebody else with something and you want that house. But true motivation comes when extrinsic motivation turns into intrinsic motivation. That means it goes from outside of you to inside of you. And you have to have intrinsic motivation to want to change your thought process. Because as a woman thinketh, so is she. She will have everything she thinks because thoughts become things. And the last thing I'll tell you this, if you want a deck of these 90 days, one every day, there's a link. There's a link at the top on KimCanyon.com. You can go right here and order your deck. If you're on Grand Canyons, all you got to do is go to KimCanyon.com. There's a link up there. Go to the store, click on the store, and you can. it'll take you to these decks, the affirmation decks. All right, y'all. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm Kim Canyon. Uh, this has been Love, Lust, and Lies, and here's your homework for tomorrow. Your homework is simply this. I want you to write down five thoughts, five thoughts that you have, five thoughts that you have had, five thoughts that are hindering you from having the thing you desire. All right? Send them to me because soon we're going to be offering a coaching program. People are going to get healed and transformed and attract the relationship of their dreams. I'm Ken Canyon. I'm out. Appreciate y'all. I want to be your type and you want to be my wife, but we can't make it right because we ain't got the time. You want to live that life with all these flashing lights. 
fancy cars and nice, but we ain't got the time. I wanna be your type, and you wanna be my wife, but we can't make it right, cause we ain't got the time. You wanna live that life with all these flashing life, fancy cars and nice, but we ain't got the time. We ain't got the time. No, we ain't got the time. No. We ain't got the time. No. No, we ain't got the time. No. We ain't got the time.